Insiders, an ASI media podcast that covers the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm CJ Mitica, Editor-in-Chief of ASI Media, and today I'm joined by Dan Towns, owner of Shelbyville Pencil Company in Chipenko, which is the recipient of Counselor's Supplier Family Business of the Year Award. Dan will share his advice for running a family business and his perspective as a longtime fixture of the promo industry. Dan, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, CJ. Appreciate it. Proud to be here. So again, congr- congratulations on winning Supplier Family Business of the Year. Um, Shelbyville, Shelbyville Pencil Company is what now, 89 years old? Is that is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. It took me a minute. Uh, but yeah, 1933 till now. Yeah, yeah. And started started by your grandfather, uh, DL. So, you know, what what does that award mean to you, given given the the history and longevity of the company? It, it, it may sound kind of corny, but it means it means a lot, really. It's a uh, uh, your family's been uh, one's family's been doing this for, uh, since 1933. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it, uh, as corny as it sounds. Kind of a validation of what you've been doing through all the years. Um, I, I uh, uh, proud of my family. Proud of what we do. Uh, proud of the folks that work with. So it's a. Uh, 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 it's a big deal for us anyway, and really appreciate it, and quite frankly, humbled by it all, yeah. So give me the background on how the company started, because it's really quite remarkable given the, the, the circumstances of the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. my uh, my grandfather was working in uh, St. Louis, and uh, he was working for St. Louis Pencil Company, and uh, of course, that's during the Depression, and the owner brought my grandfather in and uh, told him uh, he was, uh, had to let him go because he was going to make his son or son-in-law, I forget which one, in charge of what my grandfather did. So uh, cut to the chase, there was a uh, 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 um, a man in Shelbyville, Mr. Musgrave, that uh, originally was cutting pencil slats at a sawmill for people, and then he started making pencils. And when he'd met my grandfather before, and uh, when he, uh, when my grandfather told him he'd lost his job, he said, well, come on down here to Shelbyville and, uh, you know, uh, work for me and do what you're doing up there. And so uh, there you go in the, uh, I'll say the middle of the depression, uh, my grandfather and grandmother and dad uh, packed up and moved down here to uh, Shelbyville and started uh, working in a pencil company. And uh, my dad was supposed to have a job at a local bank starting in two weeks. So uh, he worked in the pencil company for a till a job opened and he always told the tale once he uh once he got the smell of it and the ink off his fingers uh he never left the business and uh, and he didn't he never worked for the bank uh the only thing he ever did i say ever did but the only thing he did beside the pencil business was uh serve in the military and uh yeah then my uncle came down uh gosh i reckon in the early 50s and then uh yeah i i uh uh, well, uh, I started working down here when I was like 13 or 14 mowing the yard and doing stuff. And then uh, uh, I remember vividly, uh, uh, seven, I graduated high school when I was 17 and uh, uh, told me that, of course, Vietnam was going on then. And I wasn't, uh, but uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a real scholar, if you all know the truth about it, CJ. <laughs> it, uh, uh, education uh, comes to me uh, hard. Uh, but I told my dad and mom, I didn't want to go to college, and, but I didn't want to go to Vietnam either. All I wanted to do was uh, work in the pencil company. And from that point on, uh, my dad 
and my uncle made sure that uh, they go on, they made me go to college, uh, uh, which was, uh, I guess I'm, I know I'm glad they did, but at the time I wasn't too thrilled about it. But, uh, but it, from that point on till I got out of school, they made sure that I had every crap job down here, uh, literally from digging drainage ditches uh, to uh, unclogging toilets. I'm trying to remember a lot of like uh, the sexy stuff I did, sweeping out floodwaters. Uh, uh, but they made sure that if I was going to come into the business, I wanted it and not just here it is on a silver platter, you know. And uh, uh, but as corny as it sounds, I'm doing what I've always wanted to do since I was 17 years old. And then uh, my sister came to work with us after she worked for a while in Virginia and uh, she left in 99. And then uh, now my oldest works down here and he's been here, I think, something like 12 years. I don't know. It's uh, I should know that, but uh uh, I don't. Um, but yeah, that's just sort of it. It sounds like a cliche, sounds like a bunch of, you know, corny, but uh, uh, I'm getting to do what I've always wanted to do and, that's, and get paid for it. So shit, that, I mean, Chuck, that's not a bad day, uh, you know. Um, so at, like, at a young age, like what what appealed to you about, about working in, in the business? Uh, without a doubt, the people, uh, the people that worked in our company, I mean, uh, uh, just uh, wonderful people. I mean, there's uh, there's all kinds of folks in the world, and I've been lucky enough to work here at a, a plant with a, with a whole lot of kind of folks. And uh, uh, there's a lot of good people out there in the world. Sometimes we miss that, but but there is, and uh, uh, it's it's a joy working with the with again going back. God Almighty, however long that is, fifty some odd years, I guess. But uh, a lot of great people, a lot of people that I, uh, quite frankly, admire. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's just enjoyable. And then uh, I worked my first trade show uh, when I was 15 years old. And that was an experience because, uh, I mean, I'm telling you, I ride off the turnip truck, you know. And, uh, uh, and the show was, uh, it was a regional show in the Catskills at Grossinger's. Uh, and, uh, I was 15 years old and I had never, I, I had never, uh, seen a, uh, a, a kosher dining room or anything. And I don't mean this, uh, bad or we got uh, insensitive or anything, but to get to where the, uh, I guess we're Gentiles, where the Gentiles ate, you had to go through the kosher dining room up there. And I remember going through that dining room, 15 years old, dumber than a box, still to this day, dumber than a box of rocks, <laughs> and sitting in there, and a lot of folks, uh, I guess men, had on yarmulkes, and there was an overwhelming smell of pickles in there, because it was lunchtime, you know, again, not dissing anybody, or and I'm going through there and going, what's the deal here, you know? I mean, because uh, uh, I kid thee not, man, I mean, it's like, I don't mean it's racist or anything, but... Uh, there was there was one Jewish family in my hometown when I was 15 years old. They lived next door to my best friend, and uh, all I knew about the Jewish people was is that uh, they went to church on Saturday or synagogue, and uh, if they came over to my friend's house to and brought dessert or something, they would go get another plate or something like that, which was like okay because uh, <laughs> we got to eat the dessert too. Uh, but that's all I knew, and then got up there, and it was like, bam! It's a, 
Uh, but I remember vividly at 15 years old, it's a big old world out there. And uh, uh, I'd kind of like to uh, be in it, you know. And so uh, if if selling pencils is uh, the way to get me, uh, I don't know, get me out there, I'll do that, you know. Uh, so there you go. So nine decades in business, you know, that's that's not an accident, right? Like what what's the secret to that longevity as far as as far as the company goes? Wow, I I uh, I would like to think it's uh, you know, it's certainly taking care of your employees as best you can, and taking care of your customers as best you can, and uh, when something goes out of here, uh, as corny as it sounds, uh, it's your name on it. I mean, it's your company. It's your. Do you want to put a piece of crap out there or do something half-ass or whatever like that? And uh, I, I, I love the phrase, um, um, you know, do it right the first time. And uh, that's what we try to do down here. And uh, if you just treat people right, I know t- today, in today's world, it's a little different. But if you treat people right, whoops, uh, where are we here? If we, uh, if you treat people right, they'll treat you right. Or uh, most of the time they do. But uh, yeah, that's just it. And Again, like to have some great mission statement and you know uh, flowing words and phrases and all, but it's uh, it's do it right the first time, and if it's wrong, make it right, and that's what we do. So tell me, what's the best thing about working with family, and what's the worst thing? <laughs> the best thing about working with family is working with family. The worst thing is working with family uh, because uh, uh, it's kind of like a Far Eastern yin-yang thing or something, man. But it's, uh, uh, again, the best thing about it is is it's uh, uh, it's our family business. This is how we make a living uh, and, and, you know, go at it and do the best you can and be proud in what you do. And uh, if you can't be the, or try to be the best anyway, and if you can't be the best, keep on trying to be. Uh, I'll say the worst thing about it is, is it's something, uh, gosh, if there's a family thing, not a, hopefully not a bad thing, but a good thing, like a, it's somebody's graduation or somebody's, I don't know what they, they're getting married or whatever like that, but a big event, well, boom, <laughs> there goes some of your workforce right there, you know what I mean? Uh, so, so it's that, I don't, I don't know that there are obviously, uh, gosh full mil familial however you say that word uh jealousies and things like that and stuff that, that one has to contend with i guess but uh, i don't know i'm sure if you ask how about this if you ask the people other than me that they would say the worst thing about a family business is working with me you know what i'm saying but uh uh i don't know i can't uh I just call me Pollyanna, but I can't think about too much bad about it, I guess, for sure. That's great. So if I recall correctly, I think all of your sons have worked in the company at, at some point. Is that, is that at, right? At, at one time or another, yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, again, it's uh, – I hate to be – but it's kind of like a, a family farm. This is what we do, and all of a sudden, hey, uh, we're busy or we got a problem. You know, we need help or whatever like that or – Hey, you don't have a job, you know, when they were younger and stuff like that. Well, you do now because because uh, we need somebody to do something and you look like the one that's going to be doing it, you know. <laughs> and uh, 
and again, it it uh, it gives. Uh, how should I say? It gives everybody a, a taste of what it takes to to work down here, uh, and then they can make their minds up if they want to or not, or you know, if it's for, that's how bad. If it's for them or not, you know, like that. And uh, yeah, they're, they've been just very lucky, uh, you know. I guess that's there's a, the banks always love that when you go to borrow money. Well, what's your business plan? Well, I think we're going to be lucky. Well, they they take, <laughs> they take a dim view of that, you know. <laughs> Uh, and, and your son Daniel is the the CEO. So, what's that like getting to work with with him every day? Um, it's certainly it, it's enjoyable. It's 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 interesting. It's I, I would lie. I'd be a liar if I didn't say you know it's it's a it's a prideful thing or being very proud about it. You know, sure. I think the challenging thing for me is is that suddenly, uh, while he's still your son and that stuff like that. Uh, he's your peer now and it's kind of weird looking at your son as a peer and it's also a a challenge uh, to how should i say this um recognize the things he says or whatever like that instead of just coming down with the old i'm your dad and that's the way it's going to be kind of thing and uh, I think the hardest thing egotistically for me is the some is the passing of the torch uh, or passing responsibilities, if you will, and him doing it his way instead of my way. Because uh, God knows my way is the uh, best way that's ever been done, you know, <laughs> so uh, uh, I don't know why he won't change that. Uh, but uh, but no, I, I think that's it. It's that. Uh, uh, I don't want to say at this point in time, turning over the reins, but certainly loosening them, if you will. And again, looking at your son as a peer and 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 not your son, if that makes any sense, you know? Well, I totally get it. You know, I'm 40 years old and my, my dad still still can't trust me to do, do certain things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, uh, it's tough. I mean, because... Uh, you know, you look at him sometimes like, what are you talking about? You're my kid. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, pretty, pretty smart, you know, <laughs> or good idea on that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's different than just a regular old job. You know what I mean? Working with somebody you don't know. Oh, I don't mean like don't know, but don't have that uh, uh, emotional attachment. How about that? Sure. So I know a lot of the companies we talk to, especially family businesses, talk about how there's a sense of family values that just pervades throughout the company. Um, have you tried to, to do that as well, sort of bring that family attitude to, towards everybody who, who, who works at Shelbyville? Without a doubt. Uh, part of it comes from, uh, again, being a, a Pollyanna about things, if you will. But the other side of it, think about this. You, you work with somebody or one works with somebody eight hours a day. Of course, I know there's now it's we call it remote working and all that kind of stuff like that. But still, pretty much uh, in a production facility, you sort of got to be there. Uh, many people every day, and so you're spending eight hours a day with somebody, and there's only 24 hours a day, Mr. Math here. So <laughs> a third of your day is spent with somebody. Uh, do you want that to be, oh gosh, unhappy or animus or you know anything like that? I mean. Uh, uh, low, and then if you if you get six hours of sleep, getting real rain man about the thing, but all of a sudden you've on, you're eight hours a day, you're at work with somebody, 
they're home doing stuff with their family for eight and in there sleeping for eight and stuff like that. So your time working with somebody's a, a major time investment in in their life and in turn your life. And uh, uh, who wants to put up with somebody that's a, uh, I can't think of a nice word, but uh, uh, maybe not a pleasant uh, situation. How about that? That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's a. Uh, uh, I I can't imagine working someplace and not caring about the people you work with, or in turn the people you work with not caring about you. I just that's life's too short and death's too certain to put up with that kind of crap. You know. When you look at the future of the business, you know what do you what do you imagine? What do you hope for? Oh, well, I, egotistically, I'd like us to make it to at least 100 years because that's kind of a cool thing, you know, I mean, there's a, what do you call it, a, a thing. Also, too, uh, uh, the direction of the, uh, uh, certainly, uh, writing instruments, the direction of promotional products. Uh, I, I, I see us, uh, I want us to get in the position to be able to do more and more uh, I'm going to call it job printing for other suppliers or other people. We're, uh, uh, we're, we're pretty good uh, at, at what we do. We have, we have great people down here, uh, new printing technologies and techniques that are coming out. Uh, they have adapted to them. Granted, we've just got very few. I mean, we're not, you know, but, but I'd love for us to be in a position to uh, uh, like say job print for somebody and, and or the other thing if all of a sudden we can uh, uh, decorate or produce or whatever uh, uh, products that aren't writing instruments so be it um, I'd like to uh, I say I'd like to keep doing you know moving it down in that kind of direction and stuff like that um, also uh, uh, our future I want to see us make a living for my family, of course, uh, I mean, that's pretty, whatever, that's what I'd like to see, but then also, too, uh, folks I work with, uh, make, help them make a living for their families, and quite frankly, pay them as much as we possibly can, and, and, and still stay in business. Uh, 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 I don't think there's anybody that's ever said, no, 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 you're paying me enough. I don't need any more, you know, but there's, but there's also a, there's a, there's a true economic value of what every job and every product is truly worth. And, uh, uh, yeah, one reaches a point, um, where, uh, the, the cost of the product, uh, actually makes it, uh, um, People lose favor with it because I don't know how to say it in big words, but it just ain't worth it. You know, I mean, uh, it just is not worth it, uh, which is a synonym for ain't. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, so I'm I'm a little uh, that that I say that worries me or concerns me. It don't worry me, uh, but it concerns me. But uh, that would be the future. I'd like to see us uh, stay in this biz business or this profession because. Uh, uh, it's been good, good to us, and uh, it's a, uh, it's certainly an enjoyable business to be in. I mean, not just ours, but the industry profession as a whole. You know, um, 
Although, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, then do. Uh, what's my business plan? Well, all I need is the winning lottery numbers, and then my business plan will change dramatically. I'm I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's <what> I'm <laughs> the bank likes that too when you're when you're going in there with the uh, with uh, your stuff, you know. <laughs> Uh, obviously, you have a little more business acumen than ju just playing the lottery. <laughs> so, oh, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so obviously, whatever business stuff I got, it ain't hitting the lottery, that's for sure. Uh, I'm over for lottery so far. Yeah. Um, Dan, just, 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 just to wrap up, um, you know, what, what kind of sort of parting advice can you offer for people, whether they're, they're working in a family business, just working in this industry, running a business? I think first and foremost, uh, respect yourself, respect the people you work with, and respect the people that are your customers. And even in this day and time, build a relationship with all of them because uh, uh, the more, I'm not sure the right word, Chris, fragmented we get or whatever digital or whatever all this stuff is, the more you need those Maslowian needs of uh, human contact, human touch, if you will, that kind of stuff. And that's what uh, I've been wrong a billion times, but people buy from people that they like. Mm -hmm. And if you, not some, to me negatives there, if someone, you may have a great product and people buy it from you, but if you're a horse's rear end, People are sure going to look for somewhere else to get something like that. You know what I mean? So, uh, again, just respect yourself and respect others. And I think you'll go along. I know you'll go a long way in life. I know you will. Well, Dan, thank you for sharing your time, sharing your advice. And congratulations once again on Shelter Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. Appreciate you, CJ. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank you. Have a good day.